The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is upon us. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Tuesday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. He was called Chrysostom, Golden Mouth, on account of his eloquence. He came to the world of Christian parents about the year 344 in the city of Antioch. In 374, he began to lead the life of an anchorite in the mountains near Antioch, but in 386, his health forced him to return to Antioch, where he was ordained a priest. In 398, he was elevated to the See of Constantinople, but he had enemies in high places, not the least being Theophilus, Patriarch of Alexandria. But his most powerful enemy was the Empress Eudoxia. He was sent into exile, and in the midst of his sufferings, the greatest peace and happiness overcame him. His enemies banished him even further to Pythias, in the very extremity of the empire. He died on his way there September 14th, 407. St. John Chrysostom, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass, we witness a beautiful miracle. Let us read from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 7. Soon afterwards, Jesus went down to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and she was a widow, and with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bier, 
and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. Jesus, you had compassion on this poor widow. She had lost her husband, and now she had lost her son. There was probably no other way for her to get support, financial, and other types of support, of course. And we see, Jesus, that you are close. You don't avoid those difficult situations. You are concerned and you are interested in what's going on around you, particularly when people are suffering. Jesus places his hand on the beer, on that structure that holds up the coffin or the corpse. It's a very simple detail, but it reflects the closeness of Jesus Christ. Right? He places his hand on what's going on. He places his hand on the beer. He, he is with the people. Jesus, that is something that I want to be able to live as well, to be close to others, to be involved, to love them. It can be easy to want to create a good first impression, but still be distant. I don't know about people in other countries, but I have to be honest. In my own country, I've heard that spoken about us sometimes. That we can be very nice, very kind, give a first impression. But when it comes to being truly close and truly interested, sometimes we can be a bit distant. We want to avoid inconvenience. Jesus, I don't want to be worried about first impressions or what others might think of me. Help me really be concerned with others. There's a story of a priest, a priest of Opus Dei who had lived in Boston for a long, long time. He passed away a couple of years ago. And he was the chaplain at a girls' school. And after his death, there were tons of stories about him. And one young woman told a story about how she was in eighth grade, and she told this priest that her confirmation was coming up and that he should pray for her. And the priest said, of course I will pray for you. And he left it at that. According to this girl, He didn't say anything else. But then that day, when the day of the confirmation came, the priest was there. He was among the other priests concelebrating the Mass. And he was there for her. The only person that he knew in that confirmation class. And he went to the confirmation. And she talks about how that meant so much to her that he would take that time to go to her confirmation just hers. Jesus, I want to be able to imitate that priest. I want to imitate you. Now, I won't be able to go to every single event in other people's lives, but I want to have the desire to. 
to accompany them in their joys and their sorrows. And that could be an examination of conscience question for us. Do I show up, quote-unquote, for other people? That could mean showing up physically, of course, but most importantly is, do I show up with my prayer? Do I show up with my concern? And how is that manifested? For example, when somebody is sick, and maybe in the last few years we've known a lot of people who've gotten sick, who've had COVID or other illnesses. When someone is sick, how do I come to their need? In some concrete way. Yes, with a text, certainly with our prayers, but maybe with with a meal, dropping the groceries off, or something like that. I remember when I was growing up, I have many siblings, several of them younger than me, and whenever mom would have a baby, casseroles and lasagnas would show up at the front door. You know, because all of her friends would chip in, knowing that my mom wouldn't be able to cook, and so that she could focus on the baby, and in healing and getting better, all those meals would show up at the front door. And mom would do the same thing. When I was old enough to drive, I would drive lasagnas and other meals and salads to other people's houses when they were having a baby or when they were sick, when they're going through a tough time. It was the normal thing to do, at least to ask. And even if they said, well, no thanks, we're okay, sometimes you do it anyway. (laughs) Sometimes you drop off groceries anyway. That's a wonderful example, a material one of, of coming to the needs of others, reaching out to ask how someone is doing. Jesus, we all see that you are hands on. You're curing the sick. You're rubbing saliva in their eyes. You're holding the children. You touch them. You go over to people's houses, like Zacchaeus and Matthew, and those guys were tax collectors. They were considered sinners by many of the Jews. They were considered traitors. Zacchaeus was was the head tax collector. So even more so for him. And you were spending time with these people. You were close to them. Jesus, you come close to me as well. The Eucharist. How about that as an example of coming close to us? Into our bodies to cure us, to forgive us, to accompany us. Jesus, you show up. You show up in the Mass every day. You show up in my life every day. You're by my side in every moment. Maybe in this time of prayer, maybe you'll extend beyond these 10 minutes your conversation with Jesus. And that could involve a serious question on how you and I can show up for others, can be involved, concerned, right, with our service, with our prayer, with asking what do they need, you know, and and insisting. Sometimes we need to insist. Call me at any time, right? We may meet people who are a little hesitant. They're timid. If we notice that, Perhaps the Holy Spirit will nudge us a little bit so that we reach out to them. It's good for us to take that initiative and to ask. So Jesus, just the way that you were compassionate with this widow from Nain and with her son 
and you were hands-on, right? You placed the, your hand on the beer. You're, you're there. May we learn from you and be that same way with others, sharing their joys, accompanying them in their sorrows, and being there just the way you are for each one of us and just the way our Mother Mary is, too, with each one of us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day in just a few minutes on Daybreak. It's the memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church, Tuesday, September 13, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. 
Although they had seen all of my works, come let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray. And they do not know my ways, so I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, Lord, let my my cry come come to you. Do not hide your face from me. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake. And I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion, for this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory. 
when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you, that the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion, and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will, and will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, Do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. But you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel. On the fifth day of the sixth month, in the sixth year, as I was sitting in my house and the elders of Judah sat before me, the hand of the Lord fell upon me there. I looked up and saw a form that looked like a man. Downward from what seemed to be his waist, there was fire. From his waist upward, there seemed to be a brightness like the sheen of electrum. He stretched out what appeared to be a hand and seized me by the hair of my head. Spirit lifted me up in the air and brought me in the divine visions to Jerusalem, to the entrance of the north gate, where stood the statue of a jealousy which stirs up jealousy. I saw there the glory of the God of Israel like the vision I had seen in the plain. He said to me, Son of man, look toward the north. I looked toward the north and saw the northward of the gate, the altar of the statue of jealousy. Son of man, he asked me, do you see what they are doing? Do you see the great abominations that the house of Israel is practicing here, so that I must depart from my sanctuary? But 
you shall see still greater abominations. Then he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house. And there at the door of the Lord's temple, between the vestibule and the altar, were about twenty-five men with their backs to the Lord's temple and their faces toward the east. They were bowing down to the sun. Do you see, son of man, he asked me? Is it such a trivial matter for the house of Judah to do the abominable things they have done here? For they have filled the land with violence, and again and again they have provoked me that now they must also put the branch to my nose. Therefore, I in turn will act furiously. I will not look upon them with pity, nor will I show them mercy. Then he cried loud for me to hear, Come, you scourges of the city. With what I saw, six men coming from the direction of the upper gate, which faces the north, each with a destroying weapon in his hand. In their midst was a man dressed in linen, with a rider's case at his waist. They entered and stood beside the bronze altar. Then he called to the man dressed in linen with the rider's case at his waist, saying to him, Pass through the city, through Jerusalem, and mark an axe on the forehead of those who moan and groan over all the abominations that are practiced within it. To the others, I heard him say, Pass through the city after him and strike. Do not look on them with pity, no show any mercy. Old men, youths and maidens, women and children, wipe them out, but do not touch any marked with the X. Begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the men, the elders, who were in front of the temple. Defile the temple, he said to them, and fill the courts with the slain, then go out and strike in the city. As they began to strike, I was left alone. I fell prone, crying out, Alas, Lord God, will you destroy all that is left of Israel when you pour out your fury on Jerusalem? He answered me, The sins of the house of Israel are great beyond measure. The land is filled with bloodshed, the city with lawlessness. They think that the Lord has forsaken the land, that he does not see them. I, however, will not look upon them with pity, no show any mercy. I will bring down their conduct upon their heads. Then I saw the man dressed in linen with the riding case at his waist make his report. I have done as you ordered. The word of the Lord. When you see the abomination of desolation, standing in the holy place, there shall be great distress. If that time were not shortened, no human being could survive. But But for for the the sake sake of the chosen, the the period period of of anguish shall be cut cut short. Do no harm to land or sea until we imprint the sill on the foreheads of the servants of our God. But But for for the the sake sake of the the chosen, The period of anguish shall be cut short. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop.
The waters have risen and severe storms are upon us. But we do not fear drowning, for we stand firmly upon a rock. Let the sea rage. It cannot break the rock. Let the waves rise. They cannot sink the boat of Jesus. What are we to fear? Death? Life to me means Christ, and death is gain. Exile? The earth and its fullness belong to the Lord. The confiscation of our goods? We brought nothing into this world, and we shall surely take nothing from it. I have only contempt for the world's threats. I find its blessings laughable. I have no fear of poverty, no desire for wealth. I am not afraid of death, nor do I long to live, except for your good. I concentrate, therefore, on the present situation, and I urge you, my friends, to have confidence. Do you not hear the Lord saying, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst? Will he be absent then, when so many people united in love are gathered together? I have his promise. I am surely not going to rely on my own strength. I have what he has written. That is my staff, my security, my peaceful harbor. Let the world be in upheaval. I hold to his promise and read his message. That is my protecting wall and garrison. What message? Know that I am with you always, until the end of the world. If Christ is with me, whom shall I fear? Though the waves and the sea and the anger of princes are roused against me, they are less to me than a spider's web. Indeed, unless you, my brothers, had detained me, I would have left this very day, for I always say, Lord, your will be done. Not what this fellow or that would have me do, but what you want me to do. That is my strong tower, my immovable rock, my staff that never gives way. If God wants something, let it be done. If he wants me to stay here, I am grateful. But wherever he wants me to be, I am no less grateful. Yet where I am, there you are too. And where you are, I am. For we are a single body, and the body cannot be separated from the head, nor the head from the body. Distance separates us, but love unites us, and death itself cannot divide us. For though my my body die, my soul will live and be mindful of my people. You are my fellow citizens, my fathers, my brothers, my sons, my limbs, my body. You are my light, sweeter to me than the visible light. For what can the rays of the sun bestow on me that is comparable to your love? The sun's light is useful in my earthly life, but your love is fashioning a crown for me in the life to come. Because I preach the gospel, I suffer hardships even to the point of being thrown into chains like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, who willed that the Bishop St. John Chrysostom should be illustrious by his wonderful eloquence and his experience of suffering. Grant us, we pray that instructed by his teachings, we may be strengthened through the example of his invincible patience. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak for Tuesday, September 13th, 2022, the Memorial of St. John Chrysostom. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord brings a dead man back to life. From the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Soon afterward, he went to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. Do not weep. And he came and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God. A great prophet has arisen among us. God has visited his people. And this report concerning Jesus spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. That gospel narrative is about mercy. The mercy of Jesus Christ and of his church. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Seeing the widow of name, Jesus had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and he gave him to his mother. Many fathers of the church have seen in the widow of name an image of the church, inasmuch as she welcomes home sinners through the merciful intercession of Christ. The church is a mother who intercedes for each one of her children like the widow for her only son. St. Augustine comments that she rejoices every day at the conversion of sinners. The only son had been dead according to the flesh, but these sinners had been dead according to the Spirit. If the Lord is moved by a crowd which is hungry, how much more will he be moved to assist someone who has a spiritual affliction? The church lives an authentic life when she professes and proclaims mercy, the most stupendous attribute of the Creator and of the Redeemer. And that's when she brings people close to the sources of the Savior's mercy, of which she is the trustee and dispenser. 
This mission is realized when she leads people to conscious and mature participation in the Eucharist and the Sacrament of Penance or Reconciliation. The Eucharist brings us ever nearer to that love which is more powerful than death. It is the Sacrament of Penance or Reconciliation that prepares the way for each individual, even those weighed down with great faults. In this sacrament, each person can experience mercy in a unique way, that is, the love which is more powerful than sin. Christ is present in today's world. He continues to have compassion on the crowd. He is most concerned about those individuals who are weighed down by the burden of their sins. He says to all, follow me. He invites us to throw off the weight of sin. Through the sacrament of confession, he cures the wounds caused by sin with his great mercy. This sacrament has been made for us because of the likelihood of our many falls. It is the sacrament of divine patience. This is where our Father God awaits the return of his prodigal children. How well do we appreciate this sacrament of mercy which Christ has given us? It not only frees us from sin, but also strengthens us for our interior struggle. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, and let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning. Beginning is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. 
Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will will sing sing to you, O Lord. I will will learn learn from you the way way of perfection. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your Holy One, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you, and we pray to you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, do Do not withhold your compassion from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, I will sing to you a new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow? Lower your heavens and come down. 
touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke, flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows, and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your Church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. O oh God, I will, I will sing, sing to you a new song. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the Church tell forth the wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. 
those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, strength of those who hope in you, who willed that the Bishop St. John Chrysostom should be illustrious by his wonderful eloquence and his experience of suffering. Grant us, we pray, that instructed by his teachings, we may be strengthened through the example of his invincible patience. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so Tuesday begins, and I happen to think that's a pretty good start. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.